It's been five years since the continent-wide attacks of a flight of ancient dragons, and the scars of that conflict still linger across the struggling Republic of Tal'Dorei. Rebuilding and recovery are matched by opportunism and scheming, and all the while enigmatic powers, long dormant, wait to be found. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to Roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. Thank you very much, Roll20. Everyone has retired to their rooms. Shell wakes up with the suffocating weight of a scabbarded sword pressed up against his chin, holding his head back. Standing over his bed is a woman with long dreadlocks and a tricorn hat. Where is Michelle? No. <laughs> Whoops. Where is he, Michelle? Where did he go? When Shell asked what was going on, she responded, He's jumped ship, and you'll pay. Tell us where your brother is. There are four others in the room, just at the edge of your vision. Shell, what do you do? They, they, they've got me hold down, like, blade to my throat type. It's a scabbarded sword. It's more just holding you in place and not threatening death. Right, 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 right. Makes sense, makes sense. Um... guess I'll be like oh, oh my uh how would I I haven't seen him in, what do you do what's going on we know that you and your brothers are close Michelle Ortello told us much how did you find me what Ortello no no, he wouldn't. No, you're lying. You're lying. And uh, she sort of looks up and uh, and there's like this sort of snake-like smile, just a little bit of a side grin. And she motions over uh, the elven woman. And she says, Korshi knows how to make people sing, Michelle. Perhaps you would like to reconsider your answer. I'm sure that I have no idea what the heck is going on! And so I'm assuming you shout at the top of your lungs, hoping that you awaken your friends. Precisely, my sire. All right. How long did I come there? Uh, Sumi is a little bit further away. Tarkin is in the uh, room next door. No, aren't I at the top? Upstairs, right? 
Delilah is upstairs. Sorry, what was that, Jen? Uh, isn't Sumi out in the kitchens giving out breakfast right now? No, this... Um, you had said that that's what you were going to do, but I said that there was a thing that's happening in the evening, so you're still in your room at this point. Got it. Transit. Yeah, so um, I would say... Hmm. What is Tarkan... What are Tarkan and Sumi's passive perceptions? 15. Uh, 15 as well. Okay. Tarkan is asleep, so he is taking a penalty, and he is not quite aware yet, but a 15 passive perception is pretty high. Since Sumi is trancing, she definitely would hear Shell shout. Not the words, just that there is a sound, and it's fairly you're fairly certain that it was Shell. Okay, um, I will, like, mosey out of my room. I won't bring any weapons. I'll assume Shell's having some sort of nightmare. And I'll just go to, like, check and make sure he's okay. He's not sleepwalking or anything. Okay. So uh, you come down the hallway, and uh, immediately to your left, there's sort of, like, a uh, a nice luxurious bathroom uh, a little bit further on um, is a little like shared study area, like a nice little sitting room. The end of that hallway is Tarkan's room. You turn a right and or take a right down the hallway and head to uh, Shell's room, which is the most luxurious of the ones on this floor. It has his whole room and then an additional sitting room. You can see that the door to the sitting room is open. Mm, should I roll to see if I'm suspicious? <laughs> no, you're suspicious or you're not. That's your choice. I'm probably not. I probably think Shell just left his door open. So I'll just go tromping in. Okay, so um, you go in and you can see that the door to the inner room is closed. Uh, there's no sign of a struggle or anything, so you're not necessarily suspicious. Yeah, no, I'll keep going in to see if he's having a nightmare or something. Okay, so we'll cut back into the room. And uh, Shell, uh, the woman over the top of your bed sort of pulls the uh, the sword scabbard a little bit tighter. And she says, we'll keep this quieter friend Ortello stole from the captain and we will get it back the blue manta does not let our associates go in such a manner (laughs) you guys are just too much no who put you up to this was no tell me for real, who put you up to this? At which point, uh, Korshi, the elven woman, pulls out uh, like a strange tube-like implement from a uh, uh, holster on her belt, and she sort of like cocks something back, and you hear a little bit of a click, and she points it at your foot. She says, "It'd be a good time to talk now, friend. Where's your brother?" Man, I'm I'm telling you, I, I I haven't seen them in 
in a long I don't even know how you guys found me there are only so many actually it would be um, be the leader who's saying this and she'd say you stick out in a crowd friend I know right isn't it the best man I love it here hey guys I've been working on a song can I play it for you the guy, um, one of the guys at the door, uh, the uh, like red bearded one with the black skull cap, he uh, sort of grunts a laugh and uh, elbows the woman who's standing beside him, and he says, "Yeah, he's definitely Ortello's brother." So, um. Do you... No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I mean, I guess I'd, I'd probably just be sleeping without anything on me. Um, hold nice and tight. What's your name there, friend? At which point, the elven woman uh, takes the strange implement that she has, moves it just off your foot, and fires the gun into the bed. And you can see, like, a poof, and there's this loud sound and a smell of sulfur, and, uh, like, a whole bunch of feathers, uh, like, come up from the bed. And then she sort of pulls it back, does something else with it, and points it at your kneecap. And now we'll cut outside to Sumi, who, as she's coming up to knock on the door, hears a... Uh, I will do a really, like, clearly that's bad. I'll do a really quick, like, pan around the room for anything heavy or weapony. Yeah, you definitely could find an uh, improvised weapon in this room. It's kind of like a sitting room. What do you you think you find? Maybe, like, a heavy desk? uh, Like, paperweight? It's like a, yeah, like a like a heavy candle holder or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like a big long stick one that's almost like the size of a bat. Heck yeah! And then I will bust through the door, yelling, "Shell!" Okay, so you kick open the door, and there are two men on the other side of it who sort of like spring back. And go for their weapons. Um, Can I use... I assume that this will distract the the leader that's got the sword over me. Can I use this as a moment to just, like, scooch away? Um... Let's see. Let's... Let's roll initiative and see how people act. So let's go. Let's go. Roll initiative. Um... And we'll do... We won't have Delilah or Tarkan roll until they are uh, alerted. Although Gunshot... Yeah, Gunshot, don't wake me up. Next door. Gunshot gunshot might wake you up. Um, Roll a perception check. No advantage, no disadvantage. Just roll. Gunshot's pretty loud. I feel like I'm still pretty far. Like, this is a huge house, right? It's a pretty large house, and... um, 
I don't think that the sound would travel very well. There's no yeah. like immediate staircases around you. That's what I was heavily during the night and slumbering very peacefully. I got a nine. Yeah, unfortunately, not this time. Okay, so what did we get for initiatives for Shell and Sumi? Five. Twenty-three. Nice, okay, and then... Skullcracking time. Sumi definitely gets to go first. Yeah. Okay. I would like to cast Zephyr Strike as a bonus. Okay. Good old Zephyr Strike. And then I will use it to have advantage on one weapon attack roll this turn to hit uh, whichever of the two dudes is closest to me. Okay, so, um, yeah, it is both men who are guarding the door, it appears. Like, so there's the uh, red-bearded man with a skull cap, and there's the very, very large man with a heavy uh, two-handed axe that seems to be made of bones. I'm going to go for the smaller guy, because I might be able to get one person down faster. Okay, go ahead. So what do I roll for an improvised weapon? Uh, so you won't have your proficiency modifier. I would say it's not a finesse weapon, so you're rolling with strength, not dex. Um, okay. So nothing. I just roll two dex. <laughs> yeah, and then you would do uh, 1d4 of damage, I believe, for improvised weapon. Okay. My unarmed strike has plus three for some reason. Uh, probably because an unarmed strike is a finesse weapon. So you get your okay. dex. Yeah, I don't know why it would be. I am rolling. Oh, well, it added them together, which isn't good. An 18 oh, is my higher one. Okay, an 18 is a hit. And so you swing the candlestick, and the guy, like, dodges back. Like, he's really fast, but you just barely clip him. Yeah, and I get to deal an extra 1d8 force damage. So Sorry, General, was that? No, it's good. A D4, you said? Yeah. I do four damage. <laughs> four okay, more than four damage. Doink! Good thing he's only got four health. Actually, and a two health like killed him. It like clips him, and he like puts his hand up to his uh, to his chin, and it looks like it's very little uh, amount that you've done. Uh, Is there anything that you say? Mm -hmm. I am just going to scream as loudly as my lungs will let me intruders. And with the Zephyr Strike, you definitely scream very loud. Does that make me louder? No, I don't know. 
Magic. Why not? <laughs> it's the power of wind. You're moving faster and speaking louder. Um, so at that point, Tarkan will hear it. Uh, how does he wake up? <laughs> Do I hear it as intruders or just sound? Intruders. Well, that's instinctual. Roll out of bed, blades up. All right, roll initiative to add in. 19. Ooh, I have advantage. Which makes it better, because I got a natural 20 for 21. Nice. So uh, you will get to go immediately right now, but you have to spend half your movement standing up. First of all, that's ridiculous. But bust okay. through the wall like the Kool Aid Man. No. Probably like there. <laughs> okay, and then do you want to dash? Yeah, that's probably smart. I'll do that. There we go. All right, so rolled Don't out of bed. The hallways. No armor, both swords out. Uh, all three you, swords out. All three swords out somehow. I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then um, it is time for the pirates. And uh, they will sort of stand back and move a little bit away, like giving Sumi a bit of space. And then they look over their shoulder at the woman and uh, she kind of looks down at Shell and then looks up at Sumi and says, you're interrupting. Um, And then she'll, hmm, she'll look at the group. Yeah, she'll say, Ogden, Red, knock her out. The rest, the rest of you, let's go. And uh, so she sort of like takes her sword out from uh, Undershell's neck and sort of pushes away from you and heads towards a window, which is closed. And she uh, brings out, hmm. Yeah, she'd bring out her own pistol and fire through the window, shattering the glass. That's probably such an expensive window. <laughs> well, hmm, maybe there isn't a window because that's a balcony to an interior space. There's the window into a bedroom from like a sitting area. Everyone's like, is it weird that we can see him sleeping? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't go to an exterior space. So there's not going to be a window there. There's just going to be like decorations and whatnot so rewind all of that she pulls the thing hmm no yeah she's gonna go hostage so uh she begins to sort of like drag shell up a little bit to very clearly show sumi that she's got shell uh like under her control and then she draws her sword so she's got the um the scabbard held under his neck and the sword out and she says 
this is between us and our friend Michelle here. But we can be civil. Put down your weapons and we can talk this out. And you can see the other two, the two women, um, the elven woman and the human woman, they sort of ready their weapons and look like they're about to attack if you choose poorly. Both of them holding uh, tube-like implements that you may uh, probably have never seen before, but trained on you. Loudmakers. That's okay. Put it down. And I wink at her. I don't think I'm next to an initiative, though, am I? No, but you could respond. Just free action talking. So he wants me to put down my candelabra? I can do that. Yeah, she wants you to put down the weapon. But Shell winked. Shell did say that, yes. So I will trust the wink and I'll put it down. Okay. Then it is Shell's turn. Um, so I'll... Shell's like, putting his hands on the scarab. Okay, okay. She put it down. Let's be reasonable here now, lady with the craziness going on here. Like, I don't know who you guys are, why you're in my room, why you're trying to threaten me. And why you know my brother's name, but these people have nothing to do with it. Okay, let's let's leave them out of this. Mm-hmm. No, we can go. We can talk. We can talk. You don't need to come here in the middle of the night and be like, you know, over me in my bedroom while I'm sleeping. You didn't even offer me a pizza or anything. Okay, sorry, sorry. I'm hungry when I get woken up. Um. Okay, yeah, no, but like, Kate, okay, so just let's put put this down now. Everybody relax. You know, s- s- sue me over there. She put down her candlestick. You can put down your weapons too. We can talk about this. Make a persuasion check. With advantage, because they are in a rush, since Sumi has shouted. 17. Okay, so she'll sort of ease her hold on you and uh, put the sword outward. So it's not like ready to slash at you. It's, uh, It's pointing the other direction. And she says... How much is your brother worth to you, Michelle? You would do anything for family, yes? Yeah. Let's let's go talk. I'm comfortable speaking right here, where our numbers are more than yours. But let's make it quick. Your numbers are not more than ours. We should go. Um, I would say make a deception check. 
it's pretty hard because she's not a fan of taking orders. Twelve. She says, no, I'm very comfortable right here. But you do have one point. My manners have been lacking. You may address me as Zeta, first mate of the Blue Manta. Now, we could bargain. Do I, does Blue Manta mean anything to me? Nope, it wouldn't. Okay, good, good, good. Um, sorry, sorry. So there's been some exchanges and whatnot, uh, but they don't appear to be... Uh, attacking or anything right now, so we'll move to Sumi and Tarkan and see if anything happens to keep us in initiative order. So, Jen, you're up first. <laughs> I was waiting for neither America to be in the mic so I could close the quickly bag. Um, sorry, was it the Blue Manta or Blue Mantis? Manta. Thank you. Um, uh, I need to see the map. Where is Tarkan? Oh, so he hasn't reached there yet? No, we haven't done a whole other round of initiative yet. We're starting a new round right now. We're the worst. <laughs> yeah, I thought they told him to put down the swords. Uh, I'm going to try to slide in there to get the side shell. Okay, they, um, they've moved back a little bit, and they're giving you a bit of space, like everybody's talking. So you can walk through, and as long as you don't make any... Uh, you know, threatening movements, nobody stops you. No, I'm just going to try to, like, She is she still holding Shell down by the throat? No, so she's eased off on that, and she's moved her sword away. I'm going to help Shell, like, sit up. Like, get up. Okay. Uh, then, Tarkan, uh, you run around the corner. You can see uh, both doors open, and inside the room is just barely lit by a couple of uh, candles around the side. And uh, there are apparently five piratey dressed people. Sumi and uh, Shell are near the bed. Weapons are drawn, but nobody is fighting. Well then. I'm going to move and dash just to get into the room. Sounds good. I'll rearrange the people because they moved a little bit, so they're more like flanking like that now. I'll just sort of fit myself in just inside the door. Uh, stark naked, uh, except something unusual. I am cloaked in uh, sort of shimmery scales with a large mounded uh, sort of protuberance on my back clutching to my spinal cord uh, I, the scales cover everywhere it's just like the top the chest area 
Uh, the scales, I think, are like uh, shoulders, a little bit down the arms, and then like the top of your chest and a bit of the back, I think. Kind of like a there mantle is the way there I was thinking. Uh, two swords in hand, very nude, uh, and very confused as to why there are people in the room. And he just yells, Wait Okay, so I think that we move out of initiative order and just uh, go into conversation right now. And uh, so the woman will uh, take her scabbard, sort of hook it to her belt, flourish her sword and take her hat, and she doffs it. And uh, she says, Vita, first mate of the Blue Manta, at your service, we have business with your friend Michelle. Yo, yo, Tarkin, Tarkin, um, this, this chick old lady here, she's all like, hey, I'm Vita, I'm Blue Manta, blah, blah, blah. Do you know anything about a Blue Manta? Have you ever heard of a Blue Manta before, Tarkin? And what is on your freaking shoulder, dude? I've just woken up. Why? Who the hell are these people? Do you know them? It's Vita. No. Vita. I don't know them. But Vita is of the Blue Manta. I think now is a good time for you to stop saying words for probably the remainder of the evening. She says, A bounty has been placed on Michel's brother. Our captain wants him back. He left. He left and broke his word. Um, Sumi's so gonna like exasperatedly flop down on the bed. Be like, is this what having siblings is like? You realize Shell's not his brother, right? You you have not like this is not the same person, so you haven't found him. So congratulations. Sumi, I'm very worried about you. You used to have an accent, but you appear to not have an accent now. Are you suffering some type of aneurysm? <laughs> I mean, I just woke up very tired. Oh, okay, there we are. Sorry, it must have been a frog in your throat. That's all it was. Can I put pants on? Is that reasonable? Maybe a <laughs> shirt too, you freak. And uh, a couple of the pirates are eyeing you. Which way? Like, like what kind of way? Well, well, let's find out. Okay, you know, all four of the uh, other ones are eyeing you up, like, all right. It's the V. It's the V. These are uh, very progressive pirates. They don't care what goes on. It gets lonely on the sea, man. (laughs) Um, And so, uh, the woman would say to Sumi yes we can tell turtles apart but brother may know where brother is and then poor friendly lovely Ortello will not be cut down by an enterprising bounty hunter before his friends can find him I don't Sorry, quick question. Do not know Shell. Sorry, Jen, could you say that again? I said you clearly do not know Shell at all. 
she doesn't know how to respond to that. Oh, she doesn't know Shell. Was it not you who placed the bounty on the brother? Yes. The captain is upset. But, well... He's still bygones. a pirate and he's still he's... cheap. <laughs> You'd rather beat the bounty. And she says, no, I'd rather collect the bounty. Oh, she's... she. I see. She's a pirate and she'd rather undercut. I got it. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. For a pirate scumbag... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're not scum. We don't even know each other, but maybe you are scum, and I'll tell you that you're scum at that point, but until then, I guess you're just Vita of the Blue Manta. So, sorry, before you say anything, the um, the other woman who hasn't spoken yet sort of cuts in and will say, okay, Vita... They don't know anything. We should just get going. This is a waste of time. But Vida, just just shell 101 for you, okay? If you need to ask him something, just bring him a pizza and ask him. He'll respond much better to that, and you'll get better information than choking him in his sleep. Just friendly suggestion next time. These are the facts. These are the facts. Sumi knows what's up. You don't understand. Sumi knows things, man. She knows me in ways that you never will because I don't even know who you are. Did you see me hashtag? At this point, Zeta is kind of looking around at everybody, shrugs, and uh, sheathes her sword and just starts walking away. Oh, did we annoy you too much? Well, have a good night. Come on. And uh, they all start leaving. Zeta just kind of like eyes forward. But the other four, as they're leaving, eye uh, Tarkan up and down pretty openly. I'm confused. Is it Zeta or Vita? Zeta. Did you I say both names? <laughs> okay. It's Zeta with a Z. I had Zeta, then you said Vita, so I crossed it out. And now it's Zeta again? Why are you picking the one night when I chose to use a pen? <laughs> Honestly, it's because there's a location called Visa Isle. And I was reading about that earlier. We immediately get on the boat and head towards Visa Isle. What boat? I don't know. We don't have one. I thought we did Un- for some reason. Yeah, unnecessary. Um, so Shell will go for his guitar as they are, um, exiting his room and start playing just like a, a, uh, eerie tune as they walk out the room. So the last one to leave the room is the redheaded guy with the skull cap, and he sort of looks back, uh, touches his chin, and points at Sumi. And he walks out backwards. Like in a, I'll remember this. And he walks out backwards. Sorry about the job. I don't know if we should have separate rooms anymore. 
I mean, it only happened twice, right, guys? Merrick. Yes, sir. Uh, what was the name of that bar we went to when we were after, like, we were getting outfits and stuff? You remember? Uh, yes, I have that written down. It's the mushroom something. The spicy mushroom. Spicy mushroom pub. pub. Um, as the the two lady pirates are leaving, uh, like as the dude walks by, I go, "Sorry, not interested." Spicy mushroom pub to the girl, and then a spicy mushroom pub, and then sorry, not interested. <laughs> the uh, the human looking woman as she passes by sort of looks at you and you can see that her eyes have sort of like a reflective tint in the back. So there's sort of a flash and she sort of smiles and shakes her head. But the elf, uh, as she walks by, she'll like put her hand out and run it along your shoulder. Thought you can see along as a V. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I was Maybe. like, oh, he's definitely going to say the V. Maybe later. <laughs> All right, she runs her hand, like, right along his hip. Reactions take place. <laughs> Shell, are you okay? What the hell is happening here? Uh, guys, I have no idea, but uh, I kind of got to go. No, you don't. You have to sit down and start explaining things. Give me five seconds. I'm going to go put pants on. Okay. Is anyone going to come find me? I'll go get Delilah, too. (laughs) After I put pants on. Waiting and waiting. So five minutes later, Tarkan has gotten pants on. He's knocked on Delilah's door. She's put clothes on, I'm assuming. Probably a good plan. Yeah. And you all rejoin uh, maybe in Shell's sitting room. Delilah and I arrive stark naked still. Both of them. (laughs) Now very sweaty from all the stairs, not from anything else. <laughs> so, guys, what's the problem? Pirates? Well, I was attacked by pirates. Well, it, but it wasn't a pirate. It was like a shapeshifter, right? What? Wait, what are you talking about? All the pirates who were here like five minutes ago? What are you what talking about? What are you talking about? I think I'm still half asleep. It's fine. Carry Inside on. Check. Um, <laughs> Inside check. Uh, Amanda, do you want to make a deception check? Yeah. Uh, just let me look at what my deception is. Okay. I got a seven inside. I believe her. 24. Wow, she's really good at lying. <laughs> Man, she must have been having some weird dreams. I'm watching you. So the sitting room is very, very nice. Like, really plush, luxurious. Lots of uh, beautiful fabrics, upholstered chairs. Uh, gold, uh, like, uh, leaf everywhere. Like, everywhere. And a big chandelier. First of all, let's just discuss real quickly. How the hell did Shell get this room? Like I called dibs. Well, what do you need this for? You sleep in yourself. 
Your guys' room doesn't look like this? No. it's. I mean, it's nice, but it's, it's, it's not a sitting room in a chandelier. And oh. what appears to be way too many paintings of, of one old guy. That's 12. <laughs> the old guy bears a, a, a fair resemblance to um, Lord Gabriel Reimer. Piercing eyes. I love it. So, I guess it's probably time I tell you everything. We've been through a lot together, guys. And you guys should know what you time bomb you have ticking next to you. You know, like... Um, if, like, I need to go do this, and I don't want to put you guys in any more harm. I need to go handle these people. Um, it's okay. It's, I, I can, it's fine. Okay, guys? Shells, Shells, before you continue anything, we're going with you. It doesn't matter. Really, you couldn't stop us. Yeah, you probably literally couldn't stop us. I don't really know what I'm signing on for, but, like, I mean, you guys brought me back from the dead, so I feel like I can't say no. Oh, don't worry about that. That's fine. You could totally say no. <laughs> probably can't just say won't, no to that you one know guy this. with the withering arm. What? The, the papa at the lab lacebum. Alabaster Lyceum? Yeah, that's the one. That dude. He's an asshole, so who gives a fuck about that guy? the whole story, Shell, so... Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so... You guys have figured out that I'm from the South. You know? I know you guys have... We've we've discussed that. Um, I kind of escaped the south um uh you see this this brand um on me we've talked about nothing about it it you guys have asked and just brushed it off uh it's because i was in a prison they captured me um, so maybe I should go back a little further. Like, so <sighs> I have three brothers, and we grew up in a tyrannical place down south ruled by hobgoblins and uh, you know life's not so great down there so you know (laughs) we anyways you know what I'm making this story way too long here Here's the Cole's notes short story. I don't take you off. Uh, no, you make it longer, please. (laughs) Say more things. So basically, um, my brothers and I, we were uh, part of a resistance group. Uh, 
fighting back against the underhanded gang that was, uh, you know, leading the city, terrorizing the city more so than the government. It's all everybody terrorizes the city. We're all victims there. We fought back and we defeated the leader. And my brother did something terrible. And I had to leave. Which which brother? Can you give us your brother's name? Um. Yeah. Sorry. Hold on a sec. I've heard this tale before, something similar, I think. In a different place. When you're you're living on your knees, you must rise up. That's enough. You can't go see that play anymore. It's it's never enough. It's giving you ideas. Tell us about your brothers Leonard and Portello and Ramrail. Where are their names written down? Was I was trying time? to send things to you. Uh, I'm trying to find you on Discord so I could send you a, a private message. It's just going to be easier for me to text you. So... There was people that came here tonight and attacked you guys? Yeah, pirates. We just said that, like, a bunch of times. I just... Okay. Who attacked you? What what do you... What? Nothing. What did you do? Nothing. You're missing a dagger. Um... It's probably in my room. Oh, don't try that with me. I'd left a dagger somewhere. I know you. Huh. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, so my brother, obviously you guys have heard of Ortello. Um, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> we, we call him Tello. <laughs> he's, uh, he's the, he's, He's the tallest, you know. We're we're pretty good friends. I, we're all we all. Uh, um. Anyways, my oldest brother, uh, Lanu, he's the one that took over the. He he took over the freaking gang. And they tried to. They're trying. They promised they were trying to bring order back, but they were doing some. I, anyways, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be a part of that anymore. I, I had to get out of there, and uh, I. Uh, uh, I got shepherd out. Um, a coyote took me out, and uh, oh, desert. <laughs> it was a uh, a tabaxi trader who took you through the Riffin Mist Peninsula, and um, 
yeah, and then basically you guys know everything after that. Um, but I think I gotta go back. Uh, I gotta, I gotta find Tello. Um, if anybody knows, um, Lanu will have connections, but I think we should probably just go talk to Rock first. Uh, could I, Shell, could I just ask a question? Yeah. If your brother, is it Ortello? Yes. If your brother Ortello was doing unsavory things and treated you poorly and made you have to leave the city. No, sorry. Uh, I guess my story, uh, the way I told it wasn't right. No, it wasn't to me. It was so like the gangs were terrorizing the people and um, so we fought back and then just they weren't helping the people enough. They were they were still doing some not nice stuff to people. They never they we were brothers. I love them with everything and they, they would never they have my back for anything and I have theirs for everything. Um, Shell, you need to go back. What are you gonna do when you get back? I gotta find Rock. He'll know. He'll know what's up. And where are you going back to? The Rifen Mist Peninsula. Wait, hold on. No, what's it called? Big area. Anywhere in particular? Perhaps starting <laughs> with a T and then an apostrophe. I just sent it in the in the uh, Discord chat. Yeah, we're going to uh, Tazarm, where the Iron Authority rules. Now, just to sort of jump in, because your characters are probably a little bit sleepy and missing a couple of details, um, but... The pirates definitely seemed local. So it seems like Ortello also left Tazar. I, li- I would not like to go there. But are you sure your brother's there? Like, what are we going to do when we get there? I don't know, guys. I don't know. I just... I got to... You know what? I'll just uh, I don't have to go. I'll just I'm I'm going to go call him up. Um Shell. I'm going to do a sending spell. And yeah. I'm oh, I suppose I'm, magic too, yeah. I was going to mm-hmm. say you must have had like street signs you left when you were on the street, you know, for each other. Maybe leave one here, maybe check around town. Here? Why would I why would I do it here? Cuz you don't actually know where your brother Casey's is. Casey's here. That's why the pirates were here. Or you could just use magic. Magic oh. is good too. Do that. Oh, yeah, the the pirates are from here, so he must be here. Maybe oh, I don't know, guys. I'm 
I'm. Hey, you know what, guys? <laughs> let's uh, let's not worry about this. You know, we can. Uh, we'll. Everything's gonna be fine. You know, Artel's been in worse. He's <laughs> he's probably got a plan going on that at Tello. I know him. Um, I'm sorry. I, I every. I'm sorry I bugged you guys. You know, everybody, go go back to go back to bed, and uh, yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have breakfast in the morning, and everything will be fine. No, I'm gonna go get a bottle of of wine. Little hair of the dog, just like like you know, planning wine. <laughs> um, so magic. As Targan yeah. walks out, he just turns around and goes, "Yeah, do the magic thing." Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll be right back. Uh, just gonna go over. You and... you do know that if you try to sneak out and you try to go do this on your own, we will find you and then we'll hurt you and then we'll come with you. Me? Never. Guys are the worst. I rolled a one on my insight. Inside. I know he's lying. <laughs> Nineteen. I actually rolled a twenty-four on my insight. Did you want to try and deceive them, Corey? No. <laughs> How much fire is coming from your pants, total? <laughs> There's not even any windows. Remember, There's, is well, one way out. I'll leave you to your privacy. I'll be right back. Just try to leave. I will stab you. <laughs> I would you expect nothing check? less. Yeah, I'm going into my room. Yeah, okay, I can do that. So Tarkan has gone off to get wine. Sumi and Delilah are alone in their uh, in the sitting room, and Shell goes into the bedroom. So Sumi, yes, I stabbed something last night. Like in a good way or a bad way. Well, it was weird. It was kind of like a good thing, but it was also, it ended up being my fiance, but it wasn't my fiance. It Why was are you calling your fiance it? So, he, he is not him. He got like taken. What? Well, yeah. But we—I've decided that I like the imposter. Um, He, the imposter is kind of a shapeshifter and can be anything that I want it to be. That is very cool. Yeah, and also you want it to be. Well, I feel like we can come up with an arrangement. So you're not upset about this. That's good. It's, I mean, no. if they're faking a rich person. Yeah. And then like the shapeshifter when they're, my fiance is gorgeous. And then the shapeshifter when they're their own form, she is gorgeous. So I just feel like there's, uh, it was weird though. I stabbed her and I felt really bad. I threw a dagger. Well, why did you do that? Well, I thought it was somebody coming in to 
attack. So that's why I was really confused when you guys were talking about pirates. Well, I think I'm catching up and uh, anyone sneaking deserves a dagger. So you're okay there. Um, I guess as long as the person's nice to you, then who cares if they're the rich person or a shapeshifter who also gets to keep the rich person's money? I mean, yeah. if you like, if they're nice to you and you like them, awesome. Yeah, I feel like this could be a better arrangement than the other arrangement. Well, it makes sense. They were talking about how he was such a womanizer and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, if anyone can keep a secret, well, you're like the best partner for that. Very I interesting. Know, right? I'd love to meet them sometime. Yeah. Wait. What does that mean about all their friends? So some are not who they're... I think they're all them, but not necessarily who they were really introduced to us at. I don't know. I, I need to learn a whole lot more. They were all a little weird, like a little bit... I know it's really hard to pin down, but that explains so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's weird. I won't tell the guys. Yeah, I just don't feel like it was really my thing to tell to begin with. Um, but I kind of almost said it earlier. I was really confused when you guys were talking about pirates. Uh, I did I not think that, that night. I just didn't think that there was going to be two intruders in the same night. You know, you'd think there wouldn't be. But such is our lives, apparently. 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 Do you, um, you think Tarkin's hiding around the corner? You think he heard all this? I don't know, but I think you could always trust them if you wanted to tell them. But it's also, I guess, not your secret either. So that's fair. They yeah. won't hear it from me, that's for sure. Very loudly you hear the clink of glasses in a wine bottle, very obviously, coming down. Like as in you were standing there forever and now making noise so that we... Uh, here there. I am with the wine that I said I was bringing. So, shopping. Yeah, dresses. No, what? We're going to need, like, adventuring things, like grappling hooks and... I don't know, a wagon or something. <laughs> and, as, and as we hear that, we cut to Shell, who closes his door and heads into his room. Um, yeah, so I close the door behind me um, pretty gently for how Shell normally would. Um, quietly walk over to my bed, collecting my thoughts, head down. Hand on my head, just sort of thinking. I sit on the edge of the bed and I gather in my strength and I cast a sending spell. And I reach out to my brother and I go like so. Yo, Tello! Some pirates just came by. What's going on, man? Are you in danger? Oh, yeah, this is Shell. Oh, shit! Have you tried pizza? 
and a couple of seconds go by, and then a response comes. Ugh, what? Shell? How are you speaking in my head? What do you mean pirates came by? Where are you? Pizza? That's... And then he gets cut off. Yo, dude, are you okay? Yeah, I know, like, crazy cool magic things now. Um, but seriously, where are you? Blue Manta is hunting you. Oh, man, Captain Rosrick is hunting me? I thought he'd think I was dead. Uh, I'm on an island named Nua. It's a really friendly island. I'm studying a mountain, uh, Everplume. Mount Everplume? Never heard of it. Must be dope? Oh no. I lost track of how many words I've said. Oh crap! I'm still doing it! And be like, (laughs) chill out, bro. Everything's gonna be fine. Everplume's this really cool, like, elemental occurrence near the Torrid Reef. But, uh, don't get mixed up with Blue Manta. So, I'm out of sending spells now, so I stand up and I walk out of the room fully armed, ready to leave right now. Uh, hello, Shell. We're right here. Hey, okay, guys. So ten, ten grappling hooks, and then, like, we're... Oh. How'd it go? What's going on? Um, so, yeah. I reached out to Tello. It seems like he's cool right now, guys. So, like, nothing to worry about. No big rush. We just gotta beat the bounty hunter there. And by we, I mean me. Because you guys can carry on with this adventure and keep team TMNT going while I go out there and, um, you know, help my brother. And then I'll be right back, dudes. It's cool. Maybe I'll bring him with us and then he can join the TMNT. What do you say? What is that? What are those letters mean? The Titan Mashes and Trashers. Come on, guys. That's not what we're called. Where is your brother? Uh, Everplume? It's a mountain on this island called Nua? Maybe? Um, so I gotta find out where that is. And I'm gonna catch the first boat that I can hitch a ride on. I whip out that sweet, sweet map. Sweet, sweet map. Oh my right, let's take a look at the map. Shall you know what? we're going with you. Definitely not the map I've already been looking at. Oh. No, 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 no. He doesn't want us to go with him, so we'll just let him go alone. And we just happen to be on the same boat, walking down the same street as him. Well, that's just a funny coincidence. Whoa. No, guys, you got to keep our brand going. 
Um, and Delilah, you just got here and your fiance, and you guys are hitting it off totally. What about my fiance? Uh, you <laughs> seem to be into him. Y- yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, him definitely. And he, you? What? What do you mean? What? Wait, Tarkin. What did you say? Yeah, him. That's what you'd use to describe him. What do you know? What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know what you mean. Your fiancé is a man who uses he and him gendered uh, pronouns. It's fine. Why are you being so weird? Have you met me? (laughs) Literally what just said in my head in your voice. And then you said it out loud. That's because we're psychically linked. That's not fair. Yes, do I? Lily? Lily, darling. I've been drinking a lot this evening. Oh, it's short for Delilah! (laughs) Holy shit, Phil. Um, Tarkin, so what, uh, what do you think of my fiancé? Tell me about that. He... Has very nice eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And skin. Uh, normal skin. Regular skin. Sorry, go Pardon? ahead, Jen. Can I to see if I believe him? Sure. Deception check, insight check, Jen a third time. He's also very generous. Very nice house. Definitely his. Yeah, Tarkin does not uh, believes your your fiancé is a man and uh, has handsome eyes. Okay. Both things are true. Okay, so uh, you, after you have this little sidebar, you roll out the map and you look around and there's nothing on it marked Everplume, but you do find a small notation about the Torrid. Oh no, sorry, he didn't mention the Torrid Reef. You do he not did. find. Yeah, he did. Shell didn't mention it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he said Shell uh, Island of Nua. Everplume, Island of Nua. You do not find an Island of Nua or uh, Mount Everplume anywhere on the map. We're going to need a sea map, like the pirates and. Skullduggery folk would have. Shell, did he say Wait, anything else? That's a great idea. Pirates. Pirates have maps. We just get on the pirate ship and steal their map. No. No, definitely a thousand percent not what I meant by that. What I meant was we're in a pirate town. We go to a map guy like we did previously, buy a map, then we have a map. Uh, the store will probably open in the morning. I am going to the ship right now. Guys, you know no where ships I sail in the night. Exactly. Therefore, we know it's docked. Delilah is just like, hello. Yes, Lily, darling. What can I do for you? Oh, I hate you so much. Um, He's going to kill you. You know we're in a huge house that has like auctions and stuff in here. Do you not think maybe there's a map here? That's, That's a very good point. And, Shev, like, I just, I need to understand your plan. 
So are you going to sneak onto the pirate ship that's hunting your brother? Or are you just going to sneak onto a random ship and hope to God it goes to the right island? Because both plans suck. No, so my plan is to go onto their ship, steal their map, and then go onto another ship and take that ship. It's both plans. <laughs> it's the worst okay. of all possible scenarios. And you're just going to sail a ship all by yourself. A fucking no, no, no. Ship. Pretty you're much, missing, yeah. Like, sailing the ship right now is the easy part. Shell is going to sneak onto a ship full of pirates by himself and he's Shell and have you met Shell? <laughs> no, dude. They won't be sleeping at all. They'll be out partying. They're freaking pirates. They party at dock and they sleep at sea. Can I just point out another thing here, guys? We have so many freaking resources right here in this house. Do you not yeah, think that should... maybe you could help us with a boat? I would like that, yes. Can we stop being stupid then? That's a really good point. They should that... not get involved. We need to keep them out of this, or they will be in danger. They're going to be fine. Did you say the word endangery? No, yeah. I said in dangery. So what I said, right. you said that out loud. Two words. You said That's worse. Word. Anybody else want wine? I've drank a lot of this. Tarkan. Tarkan to steel. What's that? Could you stay here and drink wine with Shell? And Delilah and I will go speak to her fiancé to see if he has any maps or boats, and then we will come back. And you will keep Shell from running away to execute Plan Terrible. Don't let him leave. Stab him if you need to. I'm super good at that. It's highly Shell. effective. If you leave, Tarkin will stab you, and then I will also find you and stab you. Do you understand? I won't stab you. I won't stab you, but I'll be very disappointed. No. So much worse. Yes, that so really worse. is. Susu, come on, man. Don't be we like that. We are in this together. You're yeah, like... in the Titan hunting thing. Not This is... This is... I brought this on. You, I'd put you guys in danger. Hey. Hey. Ohana oh. means family. <laughs> what the hell language is Ohana? And that means never leaving anyone behind. You know? So, we're going on your stupid pirate adventure. And there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. And I'm tired of you saying that you're not gonna. We're gonna. We'll be in danger. Look at me. I'm covered in robot parts. Everything's dangerous. I think you should go back to sleepy bye. I don't think you should tell me what to do. I don't know if I trust right. Harper to keep an eye on Shell at this point. 
I can keep an eye on Shell. Did you and Tarkan want to go talk to your fiance? I don't know if I like yes. that Yes. Better. Yes. I support that. How about I just go talk to my fiance alone? Well, Tarkan is the the map nerd. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fine. Fine. Okay. So Sumi and Shell hang out in the uh, sitting room. Delilah and Tarkan uh, head up the stairs uh, to the large, beautiful grand doors of Gabriel Reimer's room. Side note, it's called cartographer, not map nerd. You know? Map nerd. Map nerd worked. A little bit of map nerd. It more than worked. Okay, you know what's not nerdy? Is knowing where everything is and not being lost, okay? That's the it's definition great. of nerdy. Nerd. I'm never lost because I'm always where I'm supposed to be, where I am, because that's where the party is. I was waiting for an air horn. Yeah, there it was. I think Shell's had too much to drink tonight. All right, so do you just uh, knock on the door, wait for him to come? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to just knock on the door and be like, uh, Gabriel, it's uh, Delilah. Uh, oh, and Tarkin. Tarkin's here, too. Um, yeah, it's me, Tarkin. Twin steel. Two swords. That's why they call me that. I'm sorry to bug you, but there's kind of been an emergency and we need your help. Tarkin so- is here, too. There's like a, a minute of just waiting and then uh, the door opens and uh, Lord Gabriel is there in like a white um, bathrobe that's just kind of loosely belted but a little bit open and he says um, Good evening. Um, come in. This is a little irregular but I'm interested. Welcome to the whole rest of the evening. Yeah, I'm sorry to bug you at this hour, um, but our friend Shell actually has had a little bit of a situation. Uh, so it seems like there's some pirates that found him here. and there... Your friend is mixed up with pirates. He isn't. His brother is. And the pirates came to find him to find his brother. Family Am I right for What was that? Did I get all that right? Uh, yep. Okay, so our thought is we now need to go warn his brother that there's this bounty out on his head because, you know, family and we... Chell's got to do the right thing and we can't let him do it alone. And... Oana means family. I'm just wondering if maybe you have a map that would have where his brother's on it. Because, well, I mean, we know where his brother is, but we don't have a map that shows that spot. I have a cool map, though. I bought it. It was real expensive. Yes, we um, we have many things in um, one of our studies. There's a minor library. I'm sure that there are charts or something. I will... Um, Come with me. We'll find someone who can uh, help us find this. Wonderful. Patrick, what languages uh, does Tarkan speak? 
Common and Infernal. So is Ohana an Infernal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or did you just pick it up? Like, it could be, like, something where you just, you know, you hear it somewhere. Like, you watched this play about, like, this creature from space that landed in with a little girl. No, it's it's the tongue of demons. I love that demons have a word for family. Okay, so um, late night, like this is really, really like dark hours. Uh, You head down a whole bunch of stairs um, and into a very large library. Uh, Lord Reimer, along the way, gathers up a servant who is sort of like sleepily tidying things like an overnight servant and um, they come in and uh, sort of like start walking around and eventually find some local maps and ask you a little bit more about what you need. Turkan like frighteningly sobers up. Like very precise on what we're hunting. Oh. You mean that he is studying Everplume. That's the word he said, yes. On the island of Nua. I do not know of an island named Nua. Uh, Everplume is a mountain under the ocean. Under the ocean? Yes, it is. Um, many areas in the Suavein Isles, they are volcanoes. And um, Everplume is perhaps one of these. There is a large column of black smoke that rises from the ocean nearby this place, um, just to the west of the Torrid Reefs. Huh. How do we get there? By boat. There's no other way. It is um, out into the ocean. Is that where the octopus is? No, not that octopus. I want to remind you, the octopus is not real. That's just a map thing that you put in the ocean. It's totally real, dude. Right about where I just put the X. Yes, the map. Uh, Lord Gabriel, do you happen to have a seaworthy vessel uh, free for sailing? Well, yes, I keep one called the Melpomene. Uh, It is a very nice vessel, more of a a pleasure craft, but it would be at Delilah's disposal should she need of it. That would be wonderful. I'm not there, but your fiancé is so into it. We would um, we'd really, really appreciate that. And then obviously when we come back after, I would love to spend more time with you. I am very sorry to hear that you're going so soon. But of course, family is the most important thing. Okay, so um, if there's nothing else to do in that scene, uh, the Melpomene would be made ready for you the next day if needed.
Tarkan spends a hefty chunk of time studying maps and, if possible, asks for any copies they have. Uh, let's see. Let's see if they have copies. Uh, yeah, you can get a, um, a smaller map that sort of charts a number of the Torrid Reefs, uh, like a, a sailor's map to show safe passages so that you're not going to run aground, uh, but nothing that actually shows Everplume on it. The um, servant offers to mark it, but you get the sense that they're not a cartographer. They're a person who knows where the maps are. That sounds helpful. Better than nothing. Yeah. All right. It's almost like I had a great idea of us seeing if they had anything to help and if they could, you know, provide us passage. So, like, are we going to go in the morning? Yeah, once the boat's ready. Well, um, let's let's end off this scene because, uh, like, Tarkan and Delilah are going... No, Tarkan's staying to look at the maps. So Lord Gabriel would be walking Delilah back upstairs and saying once again, just I'm very sorry that you will be leaving. Um, but could I perhaps prevail upon you to return to my rooms with me before the morning? Yeah, I think uh, I think that sounds like a great idea. You can, of course, you should, of course, check in with your friends and let them know that uh, yeah. Tarkan is is um, busy in the map room. Yeah, and, you know, I'll let them know we have a plan, but um, but I will be right back, alone this time. I look forward to it. And, uh, like, you know, you separate. Okay. So then I come back and I tell you guys that we, Tarkin is looking at maps and we know where we're going and we will have a boat ready in the morning. Tarkin 100% sleeps in the map room. I will keep Shell company tonight. I will sleep out. It runs out in your uh, sitting area. Nobody trusts me. I see how it is. No. Okay, I'm glad it's all taken care of here. Um, I will uh, see you in the morning. See you in the morning. And she's walking out, unbuttoning her pants. <laughs> she's certainly not wearing pants to button. No, those are hard pants. I don't like hard pants. Hard pants have buttons and zippers. I like easy pants. That oh, it's the like the difficulty of pants, not <laughs> yeah. the material construction of pants. I put on hard pants this week. Yeah, I call that every day of my life. I like hard pants. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. So, anybody want to recap uh, the last session that was about a month ago? I oh, wait, no, my fiance.
fiance was not my fiance. <laughs> yep. your fiance. In a couple of oh, different ways. Now. I'm totally okay with it. And then things got a little bit surprising. As we left off in Shell's bedroom. Oh yeah, oh, I have I, I literally have two notes. I have two notes. My first note is very large, lots of exclamation points. Right under it, it says in very tiny letters, takes up maybe half a line. So much cake. And then in huge bold letters with 12 exclamation points above that, it says Pirates Attack. Why do you have Um, that? The pencil? No, Jen has a tiny sword. Oh, that's dope! Is it from a toy? Yep. Nice. They're laughing super hard, but we can't... Oh, they must be howling. Pepper and Amanda? At the dog? Yep. It's the only way to silence them. It uh, lets them know dominance. If you howl first... Ah. Uh, no, Corey needs to pee on them. That's how you can show dominance. <laughs> That's a weird way of peeing. Like a dog. Tongue out. Leg up. But you're a human. Were you seriously howling to show them dominance? We all sleep. Some of us sleep. Some of us make the beast with the two backs. That's Shell. He's summoning a beast with that has two backs on it. I saw that, Jack. No, he's just coming out of his shell. I feel like just every time, Del- every time Delilah and Gabriel, like, gets started. Delilah's like, and now I would like you to be this person? And now I would like you to be this person? I have a very detailed list of features that I need you to duplicate. Let's begin. And then the next time, completely different. 